Hello and welcome to Charity Chat episode 15. My name is Samuel Davies and I'm here as always with my friend, colleague and collaborator, Vicky Bratherton, aka VB. Hi Sam and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm very good. I'm full of festive cheer this week. Really good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. BB, what are we talking about this month? So, unsurprisingly, at Being December, we're going to talk about Christmas appeals. Um, so, talk about the different Christmas appeals that are out there um, this year and in previous years, the different forms that these Christmas appeals can take, and a few top tips for your Christmas appeal. I received a Christmas appeal, a DM appeal, the other day, mm-hmm. and it didn't refer to Christmas at all. It talks no. about uh, winter, and it talks about winter in terms of um, how difficult it is for animals in winter. And it was a, not to give away uh, the charity who it's from, but it was essentially um, asking for donations to help uh, animals over the winter. And uh, I thought that was quite interesting because I didn't see anywhere about Christmas. And that's quite unusual, I think. It is. Um, I think it, it is interesting because obviously Christmas is a, is a, you know, is a Christian holiday and we are a very multi multicultural country. But you do still see a huge hype around Christmas in terms of everything that you see on, on TV. Maybe it's a case of maybe they didn't want to limit it to, you know, leading up to the 25th of December. Maybe they wanted to keep it going a little bit longer or maybe it was, mm-hmm. as you say, Christmas is a very um, fun time, I suppose, for most people. And it's kind of linked to very positive emotions, isn't it? And so if you're talking about Christmas, Maybe it's kind of juxtaposing that with a, a serious um, message about need and, you know, helping people or animals or whatever. Maybe there's a kind mm-hmm. of a, it makes more sense to say it's all about winter, which, you know, people think about in terms of cold, maybe miserable and, uh, <laughs> you know, difficult. So maybe that's the reason. I'm not sure. Maybe it was, yeah. uh, maybe it was trying to appeal to, you know, people that maybe didn't, um, you know, didn't think about Christmas or. Yeah, to celebrate Christmas, absolutely. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, to hark back to something that you said in that last sentence, Sam, about um, sort of it being a, a very sort of jolly and festive time of year, it's also a time of excess. So I think charities, whether they're doing winter appeals or specific Christmas appeals, I think a lot of charities try and almost counterbalance the, the time of excess where people are spending ridiculous amounts of money on presents and on food and booze and um, and having a, a good time and partying. It is kind of quite a hedonistic time of year as well, which I'm sure, you know, was, was not the point of Christmas <laughs> back in, but way back in the beginning. Um, but in our, you know, society at the moment, as it is at the moment, Christmas does become the time of year where you say, sod it, I'll have another mince pie, I'll, I'll you know, I'll carry on eating, carry on drinking, and obviously all that takes money. So I think charities try to give another side of Christmas, you know, that there are people who can't afford to eat whatever they want, buy all the presents that they want to buy for their friends and family, and, and actually those people are in need. And, you know, while whilst you're spending money on your friends and family, think about spending, giving money to charity to help others that are in, are in great need. Christmas appeals, I often think about all of those appeals that you see in today's newspapers. Have you seen these kind of appeals? I think we had, I've worked on one once with, I think it was The Independent, and they did this big spread, and they did all these stories leading up to Christmas about the work that we did, 
and uh, asking people to, to make donations through the newspaper and we had all sorts of devices in place and we had mirroring messages on our website and we had all this stuff, lots and lots of work. And that was uh, that was fantastic. Did it provide a good return for the charity? I think, yeah. I mean, it raised. I think for the charity, we're quite a small charity. It raised probably in the region of about sixty or seventy thousand um, pounds, if okay. I remember correctly. And also, it was this kind of this recognition. It was kind of a stamp of approval, really, because we had to, you know, jump through a lot of hoops to. Um, engage with the paper in the first place and they they obviously had reporters who were asking lots and lots of questions about the impact that you're having and you know getting all the details for their stories and as part of that I think that's kind of a good audit of what you're you're doing and uh, ensuring that it's you know on track really in terms of raising awareness that I think that's brilliant I mean the independent I I don't know how what kind of readership they had back then but it was it was massive you know even bigger than what they have now yeah that's it Interesting, because I have to say, newspaper appeals, but especially Christmas newspaper appeals, kind of pass me by, if I'm honest, just because I don't tend to read newspapers personally. I'll occasionally pick up, you know, an evening standard or a metro when I'm commuting. For me, Christmas appeals, when I think of a Christmas appeal, um, I think more about, you know, the sort of the, the letters that I get through my door from um, from charities, whether that's sort of warm mailings from uh, charities that I, I already give to or from or cold mailings from charities that I, I haven't previously given to or that, you know, just come through my door. There's also um, TV Christmas appeals because obviously it being winter, you sat indoors quite a lot and end up watching a lot of TV. So the, the Christmas appeals that you see on TV adverts tend to stand out to me as well. Save the Children's um, Christmas Jumper Day, which actually is kind of a different different form of christmas appeal to other ones that i've seen so often the christmas appeals will kind of tug at the heartstrings and you know say oh this you know these people need support at christmas whereas actually for save the children it's a much more jolly advert it's people having fun wearing christmas jumpers and all the you know crazy different designs you can get so that's really nice because i think that's a slightly different one it's encouraging people to do their own fundraising whether it's at their office or their school and having you know, putting them on their wacky Christmas uh, jumpers and, and donating to save the children. So for me, I think that's a that's a different spin on it. And I do hope it's successful for them. I, I know that it's already a very successful fundraising campaign generally for them. The Save the Children Christmas jumper thing, I'm sure, didn't they have a, a video a couple of years back with Harry Enfield walking along a beach in the winter? Have you seen that? <laughs> I don't remember that. I have to say, I might have to Google it. I'm, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'm going to dig it out. I'm going to put it on the face on the um, yeah on our website and Facebook page. Mm. So listeners, you can find it there. It was very funny at the time. I think it was some kind of spoof, some other ad. But um, yeah, it's quite good. Made me think of that. So uh, I mean, I suppose that's the thing. You know, Christmas appeals. You know, a kind of you've got a real mixture there, haven't you? You've got the strong, mm. serious message of, you know, um, you are having a nice time this Christmas, there are other people that aren't, please support us. And then you've got the fun message of you're having a nice time this Christmas. Also, you know, you can do this to enrich your nice time whilst helping a charity, like wearing a Mm -hmm. Christmas jumper. Just you saying you're having a nice time this Christmas and others aren't, please support them, has completely put me in mind of the uh, the famous Band-Aid song, which is often, you know, that comes out every, every Christmas. And it's like, you know, what is it, the line that Bono sings, you know, 
thank God it's them instead of you, which is a quite a, it's obviously quite a controversial message. And I do remember them saying that when they first recorded it, there was a bit of a, no one really wanted to sing that line. Bono sort of drew the short straw. Obviously, that was a, that was another huge fundraising appeal at Christmas that raised money for Ethiopia. the famine in Ethiopia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So probably one of the most famous charity Christmas appeals, I guess. Absolutely. The charities, as always, have just got to balance up whether they've got the resource to put these kind of appeals on, whether they fit with what they're doing generally. Because if they don't, then it can seem a little bit of a lacklustre approach or just a kind of, you know, it's not as effective as uh, if they've got, you know, if they plan it well in advance. Your planning for a Christmas appeal needs to start fairly early. We talked about newspapers, didn't we, earlier? But I think there was there was a stat there that was really interesting. Back in 2014, I think the Financial Times raised two million pounds for I think it was International Rescue Committee, which is incredible. You know, from a Christmas appeal, which will last some weeks rather than you know a whole year, two million pounds is just. I suppose it just goes to show that media outlets, whether it's newspapers or TV stations or what have you, there there's some real chance to raise funds for charities there because the audience they've got and then the as you say, people watching TV or reading lots of newspapers, especially over Christmas, and then uh, you know you essentially got a whole new load of supporters that wouldn't normally donation to your cause. So that's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think you know Christmas is a time when people do generally feel a bit more generous. I've noticed in the in the train station when I come through, pretty much every morning there's you know there are people singing carols and you know wielding wielding buckets, which is kind of nice to see in some ways that lots of charities are having that opportunity and taking that time to get to have more generous. But yeah, I think there is there is a sort of that feeling of festive cheer. A few years ago, I used to um, volunteer at Crisis. Christmas when I lived in London and um, and for me being you know kind of moving into a kind of a uh, becoming like a Scrooge kind of caricature I found that you know that really kind of uh, warmed me up for the whole kind of festive spirit again you know being at the uh, one of their centres and actually singing Christmas carols with the guests you know that was a really kind of really nice touching uh, thing to be involved in and I suppose you know volunteering is you know also a thing that people can do isn't it at Christmas and I think a lot of people do and crisis seems to be one of the bigger uh, volunteering opportunities over Christmas I think there are thousands of people volunteer um, for you know people uh, homeless people uh, in in London and elsewhere so that's uh, that's a great opportunity for people to get involved one other sort of form of Christmas appeal which we haven't mentioned so far and I think it kind of more I say appeals it, it is more within the realms of say you know the maybe the corporates and the um, major donor fundraising sector but the Big Give is a campaign that's a, it's a, a matched funding program where a charity has to say that how much they want to raise and then the they go out to their existing audiences and say we're taking part in the Big Give and we need you to, to match Match fun. So that's um, a campaign that's always run around Christmas. Individuals can match philanthropists and schools can also get involved by the looks of their website. So yeah, their Christmas challenge uh, for 2016, it took place from the 29th of November until Tuesday the 6th of December. So it's finished now, so it is in the run-up to Christmas. But apparently it's raised £7.2 million pounds for, the, um, the, for the participating charities, of which there are 332. So... That's you know if you if you have a particular project that you you want to fund then that's a 
a really a good way of encouraging people to do it promoted much more widely than you might normally have so and there's there's also the the giving tuesday campaign isn't there which is uh, i think it was in at the end of november probably a similar time uh, to the big give and that was about kind of focusing people's giving on that day it, it talks about you know black friday and cyber monday the big shopping days here now aren't they mm. just around christmas around that same time and the, the giving tuesday is kind of a call to action to you know you've done your shopping you've done your black friday and cyber monday now let's give something back to charities mm. and, you know the great work that they do and then the charities kind of you know they use the hashtag giving tuesday on social media and uh, and do activities around the country to to make the most of that one day where people are asked to give. To yeah, yeah. I think so. In, in, uh, I've seen it referred to as the antidote to Black Friday, That's um, right, yeah. which is a nice way of looking looking at it. So it's kind of like a guilt-free Tuesday, isn't it, in a way? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So relieve your guilt of ex- you know, but after after the excess. Believe yeah. your guilt by giving to charity. <laughs> yeah, consumer guilt, exactly. So um, there's so much going on, isn't there? And I suppose, you know, the same tips, you know, that again, we've got, we're going to have links all over the website for those listening if you want to have a look at exactly where this information is coming from. But some of the top tips that I've seen, BB, and I'm sure you've seen them too, kind of resonate with me in, in terms of any kind of fundraising activity. They've got to be persuasive messages that you use for Christmas appeals. They've got to be emotional. They've got to be meaningful for the supporter. Integrated with the bigger fundraising story, as we've already said, you don't want to have something that's completely left field from what you're usually talking about as a charity. Otherwise, it's not really recognisable, is it, with what you do? And, and obviously, you know, kind of the sense of you know, urgency. And I suppose that's one thing that Christmas can give if it's something you can talk about in terms of you know Christmas as a time to be with your family as a time to you know enjoy delicious food as a time to celebrate what you have then this the Christmas appeal that talks about people that haven't got anybody to enjoy their Christmas with or completely alone or don't have the things that you and I take for granted or that we look forward to at Christmas then that will resonate won't it? Christmas is a time where people realise how lucky they are to have, you know, the, their friends and family around them and to have the, the things that they do. So I think it makes them more aware of those who don't. And, you know, charities are reminding them that those people are out there. As you say, it resonates with them. And I think it makes people much more likely to, to donate or to want to do something. AGK, they've got their, you know, no one should have no one at Christmas campaign, which is a really stark, um, stark message. And it I think it, it does resonate with a lot of people who, who have elderly relatives um, who perhaps they can't get to see or that they know maybe on their own at Christmas or maybe they're spending Christmas with their elderly relative and they think, well, it's sad that there are some people who don't have families that will make the journey or the time to see them. So, yeah, definitely I think resonating is, is important and it, it, do, it does tug on people's emotions as well. I think people do feel more emotional around around Christmas time. It's a time of, of fun and of laughter and but also great sadness if you sometimes if you're you know, for somebody that you're missing at Christmas. It can be quite an emotional time. If appeals are appeals are appealing to people's emotions, it makes it much more likely to, to give. As always there's, there's please do leave comments on our Facebook page, tweet us, um or, or comment on the website as well and we look forward to 
speaking to you again in 2017. So I guess, Sam, what we need people to do is to tell us, you know, we're episode 15 now. What we really could do is some inspiration as to what people want us to chat about next year. Contact us through the our social media channels on the website, charitychat.org.uk, and tell us what you want us to talk about. I know that we've got listeners, I know you're listening over in a, in the States and in Japan and in Australia and a few other countries as well. And uh, we're delighted that that's the case. And we hope that you're finding this as useful as, you know, we're enjoying doing it. And absolutely, we, you know, we are volunteers and we're always looking for people to contribute and help, you know, in different ways. So do get in touch, as VB says, through charitychat.org.uk. So next month, VB, what are we going to talk about? Well, I think we had a request through the website, didn't we, Sam, about um, small charities and sort of ways that ways that we can help smaller charities to, to get a foothold and to, to be heard amongst all the noise that's made by larger charities and national media and, um, and more widely. So, yeah, I think we'll be talking about that. Thank you, VB. It's been a pleasure as always. Merry Christmas to you, and I'll speak to you in the new year. Yeah, can't wait, Sam. Have a lovely, lovely Christmas. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, listeners. Before we go, just to thank our sponsors uh, this year for all of their... Um, kind sponsorship, Red Dog Music for sponsoring our podcast kit, RR uh, Yard Photography for the lovely images on our website, charitychat.org.uk, and of course, Forest of Fools, who have been playing throughout the show and will shortly be playing us out. Merry Christmas, everybody, and speak to you next month. Take care, happy new year. Bye.